this man. He's just waltzed into the peninsula. He's won the pre-season comp with, with Manly already. He's got 100 grand in the back pocket. Uh, he's been an SEN commentator. He's coached rugby. He's coached rugby league teams. He's done everything, this man, and he's back. Anthony Seabold, thanks for joining us on Sports Day, Seabes. No, my pleasure, guys. Good to chat. Hey, uh, what happens with the 100 grand, mate? Do you get that in the front office, or what happens with that? <laughs> no, mate, no. There's, um, <laughs> it'd be nice, wouldn't it? But, no, look, um, we're going to put it to, to, to some um, you know, special projects that we, um, you know, we, we want to do around the club, and also um, you know, the players get um, a portion of that too, which is good for them to do some um, things with it over the, over the season as well. So Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, it's, it's sort of, yeah, it's accordingly. Now, as you know, Steve's winning creates really good habits, and many say that trial form and trials don't mean a lot. But when you went into the second week of the preseason challenge and you looked at where everyone was sitting on the ladder and you got all these bonus points, was there any discussion amongst your coaching staff and the players that it's important to win something early on before the season kicks off? Was there any discussion about that at all? To, to um, yeah, to your, your question, so it wasn't. I think uh, a couple of players who weren't playing is a discussion for them. Um, they sort of saw that we got a couple of bonus points in the first trial game. But I've got to say, like we, we didn't talk um, at all about um, you know the the competition or um, you know, trying to get bonus points with offloads or anything like that. Um, yeah, we went out to try and um, I suppose. Um, show some improvement from week one to week two, and um, yeah, we worked really hard over the preseason to make some small steps in the right direction, and that was the most important thing. We just, you know, we, we saw some young guys get an opportunity, um, and I agree. Like you know, in many ways, mate, it's almost like a um, you know, glorified sort of um, scrimmage session when you're playing trial games because players are playing in different positions or different parts of the game. But um, yeah, it was nice to uh, have some positivity, um, or you know. Um, I sell some optimism to our supporters and our members, mate, with a couple of decent performances. What were some of the glaring areas, Steve's, that you identified externally, then going in and having a look at the playing group that you got and some of the systems they had in place where you felt as though you needed to have a little bit more of an influence on and in making those changes at your first year back there? Yeah, it's an interesting one, Sats. I mean, um, you know, having... Look, I'm, I'm, I live in the local area here, so even though I was working with England rugby, I was back and forth from uh, from England, and you know, so I obviously you know watched the, the local team at different times. Um, yeah, you know, I saw the the um, you know media around the pride jersey and um, you know the challenges at the back end of the year when the, when the team lost seven in a, in a row. But one thing I saw from the outside, mate, was there's a lot of young players coming through who um, are really talented. Those guys like you know Josh Schuster, Tommy Cola, uh, Hamole Alakawatu, um, Keo Weeks, those types of guys came to mind. And then you know I saw uh, a massive amount of experience in like Dale Cherry Evans, Jake Trebojevic, and Tom Trebojevic. So you know I saw a group that had plenty of potential. Um, and I didn't want to sort of I suppose go back to the past in many ways. I just had a direction that I wanted to, or you know they want to try and take the club and. Right at the very beginning um, of of where we need to get to and where we want to get to and where we, we feel we can get to, but um, yeah, it's been 14 weeks of, of pre-season so far. We feel as though we made a couple of small steps, but uh, we're under no illusions about the challenges ahead, mate. Now you mentioned a pretty important player, and he's got so much potential, Josh Schuster. Mm. Um, will he play that number six jersey? And, and if so, 
what's what's part of his game that he really needs to improve if he's going to dominate at that position? Oh, look, you know, Josh is, you know, I've said it from, from day one, I want to give Josh, um, you know, the opportunity in the number six jersey. He's had a really consistent pre-season. He played half a game, um, you know, last week against the Roosters, and I thought um, he showed, you know, um, some really good signs there. On the left-hand side of the field, you know, he played some decent footy to that edge, and Josh was, was part of that. Um, I think the area for him to improve, and I you know, see it with a lot of young blokes is, you know, closing the gap between their best performance and their worst performance stats. I think, mm. um, you yeah, know, Josh is someone who's got immense, immense talent. And it's like any, you know, young player right at the very beginning of their career. Um, you know, he's trying to build consistency in their game. And, and Josh is no different to that. And, uh, as I said, I've seen some really good signs over the preseason. And, um, yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed working with him so far. Um, I was saying to Sats last week, uh, I watched the game against South, that trial at uh, Central Coast, and I thought the ball handling by both teams was outstanding and we're both impressed by by Cooper Johns. Seves, what's your plan for him this year? Yeah, Cooper's... Um, I th- think he's had a really good trial period. Now, the last two week performances, I think, you know, a lot of, um, of what we've done has been in and around Cooper... He had a really disruptive start to pre-season. Like, he didn't train much at all before Christmas. And he needed to put a little bit of size on. Um, I think, um, you know, that was an area that we wanted him to focus on physically. And he did that. He worked really hard over the break, the two-week break. And he's come back and he hasn't missed a beat. I've been really pleased with his um, performances. You know, we, we brought Cooper late in the piece. I think he's the only sort of signing that I've added to the team. But I just know he's come out of a good system. He was a manly junior, um, obviously lives locally in the area, and I wanted to give him an opportunity, of, and I'm really pleased with how he's sort of progressing. But, you know, essentially we brought him as, as um, you know, cover for um, our halves, and, um, yeah, he understood the opportunity um, that presented itself. But I think he's taken um, to the post-Christmas part of the pre-season really well. He's done a really good job. So, yeah, we'll see him play first grade. Uh, I've got no doubt just when it is. I, you know, I'm not too sure, but... He understands that, you know, Shuey and, and Chaz, um, you know, have sort of that first opportunity. He's living at home with mum and dad. How easy is it got it? It's ridiculous now. <laughs> oh, mate, mate, that's what I say. That's what I say. I say, mate, you shouldn't have moved out because he's worked out how, how easy it is. That guy. Yeah. He seems uh, Tommy Tovich, of course, he's on everyone's lips because he's one of the most exciting players in the game. But with his history of injuries, and I hope, I mean, say a prayer for him that he's got to an age now where his body's finally worked itself out and we don't see any long-term injuries. But will you monitor his game? And what I mean by that, will in some games, if you're leading by a lot, will you take him off early? If you're behind by a lot, will you take him off early? Will you sit him out some games when if the team is is going along nicely? Um, look, it, it'd be, um, you know, that, that's interesting. It's not, it's not something we've spoken about internally. Um, but I suppose um, you know, one of the things that we wanted, you know, we wanted to get away from, and why we sent him to Bill Knowles in the states was um, we wanted to have a look at his running mechanics and what um, areas he needed to, um, you know, look at and drill and improve, but also um, take away any of the sort of guesswork or, or with regards to, you know, is it his hemi? Is it a running issue? So the, the diagnosis is in and around his running mechanics and his ankle stiffness in particular. So it's nothing to do with loads. Um, it'd be a great position to be in, Sats, if we're winning uh, you know, some games and 
you know, be able to bring him off early, but it's not something we've, we've spoken about. He's been in full training for the last couple of weeks um, since his return. Uh, well, certainly the last two weeks since his return, we gave him a week to sort of just get out of the jet lag and um, you know, get back, refocus again after a long, you know, plane ride. But um, we don't feel that that's necessary, and we feel as though the reconditioning he's done has set him up for the next half of his career. Yeah, let's hope so. Now we, we've got a text message here from Beatty McCoz, and he says Gordon. Uh, Chen Kam Tong, clearly a star of the future. Any chance of him pushing into the top 30 before round one? And tell us a little bit more about him. Don't know a lot about him. He's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah, he's had a fantastic pre-season, Gordon. Everyone's been seeing the last two weeks, you know, his energy that he brings. He's actually a development player at the moment, so he's not able to play until round 10. Um, in 2024, 20, he goes into our top 30. Um, we actually have our top 30 field, like Cooper Johns was uh, player number 30 uh, that we signed back in early November. So, um, yeah, there's no space there. But one thing he did show was that he's got the potential to play first grade. And, um, you know, that's great to, to, you know, have someone like Gordy come through. He's been with the club since, you know, 14 or 15 years of age. And uh, he's been a leader in all his teams. He's been a captain. So I think, um, yeah, he's he's been really, really good. He's someone I didn't know before I went to the club, before I came to the club. So it's uh, really impressed with him. Yeah, good. Now your mate Eddie Jones, who you spent some time with English Rugby Union in the coaching um, department. Um, and I've got to say, it would have been a great experience for yourself. I've spoken to you off air about uh, how excited and how much you learnt from that. Yeah. Are you fearing now back as a Wallaby coach, as a rugby league man, Seebs? And he did it back in 2002, 2003. He went and targeted some key rugby league players. Do you think he'll do the same now? Oh, look, yeah, I think, you know, Eddie's always, um, you know, enjoyed rugby league and what um, both players and, and coaches from, you know, from, from rugby league um, you know, do. So I've got no doubt Eddie would have, um, you know, one or two players in mind, like he did with Wendell and Matty Rogers and, and Lottie Takiri back, as you said, like in the early 2000s. Um, who they are, I'm not too sure, but I'm sure that he'd be looking at people who potentially played rugby as, you know, as a school kid or something like that. But um, he's a fantastic coach to work for. I, I yeah, loved my time, um, you know, my 20 months with Matty working in full-time capacity. He was excellent. Um, did so much, uh, you know, for, for me. And, um, yeah, I just think it's, it's, it'll be a great decision for, you know, the Wallabies to bring him home. Matty Rogers has told us that you know where you stand with him as a player. Um, yeah, look, mate, he's, he's excellent. Um, I, feel, I feel as though, um, you know, he, he, yeah, he, you do know where you stand as a player and as a coach. I think he's fantastic. And um, he's got great, you know, great standards, really high standards. And I think that's the best part about, um, you know, what he, what he brings to a group. Yeah, I hope one of those players he hasn't got an eye on is Cam Murray. Let's uh, let's. Uh, can you have a chat to him and just say, stay away from the bunnies, please, uh, Seeps? <laughs> just for old times' sake. Yeah, please. no, Cam Murray's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, he's, he's a fantastic player. I'm sure. You know, he's a, he's a kid who's come out of um, Newington High, you know, Newington School there and played rugby union, but I'm sure he's well um, well secured there at, at the bunnies. Mate. Right, mate. We appreciate it. We've got to run. Um, we'll chat to you again another time on Sports Day. Good luck this year. Good to have you back in in rugby league in Australia. Good to have you back with your family too. And now you can get that Malibu surfboard out again, Seebs. Exactly. Exactly, Sats. That, that's the plan, mate. To try and try and learn, mate. Try and learn to surf. That's yeah. <laughs> right. good to be home. So no, I'm looking forward to a couple of weeks' time. Anthony Seabold, thanks for your time on Sports Day. Thanks, appreciate Seabes. it, mate.
Good on you guys. Great to chat. See ya. There he goes. I'm glad he had some success pre-season already. I really am. I had a really good chat to him uh, when we were doing some some rugby league commentary and NRL Nation. And yeah. uh, and I, I've said to him, well, yeah, what have you learned from going from South Coach of the Year to the Brisbane Broncos where it didn't work out great going to rugby union? That was a horrible time, mate. Yeah, he Person, says, Personally and professionally. Well, he said, right? I learned a lot about coaching a one-team town like Brisbane where yeah. you've got every media outlet just focused on one club and mm. if a player got injured during training and you'd walk up to the office to go and tell the CEO or the football manager, the general manager of footy, it was already tweeted out by yeah. one of the, the media. He said, Pete oh, I, I found <laughs> he said, I found that really difficult to try and juggle. So time away from the game's probably been really good for him. Manly's not going to be an easy challenge for him though, because it's a one team, you know, on the peninsula and very passionate supporters, Sea Eagles supporters. So good luck to him and good luck to the Sea Eagles this year. This is Sports Day.